When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Hey, Napoleon, what'd you do all last summer again? Hunting wolverines. Did you shoot any? Yes, like 50 of them. They kept trying to attack my cousins. What the heck would you do in a situation like that? (laughs) What kind of gun did you use? A freaking 12 gauge, what do you think? Okay, fair enough. Shane said he had a better clip than the one I wanted coming back, and he definitely told me what I was uh, Uh, Welcome back as we wrap up hour number one here on a Wednesday on Her At Sports Radio, AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities as well i'm ravi lula andrew rogers here with me and we're brought to you by our friends at dingman's collision center dingman's has four area locations for your convenience they can uh they can help you out with any make and model that you happen to be driving because they invest in the latest technology they've been in business for over 25 years locally owned and operated and first place best of omaha for 18 years running best thing about dingman's is they care about the community that they are a part of they give back with every single repair they make uh through their community give back program make sure you go check it out at dingman's.com right there all right you had something you had a, you had a question you yeah to you know me. going into the break yeah. you know i i mentioned how i feel bad for the players because jj yeah. mccarthy right now is the favorite to win the heisman trophy yeah just past penix this past weekend and I think back to what happened to Reggie Bush, mm-hmm. and which I still don't think. I, I still think he deserves his Heisman back. Yeah, absolutely. But in this scenario, I could, I could really see an example being made out of Michigan, mm-hmm. like as much as, as people may doubt what the NCAA can or will do. But if they do make an example out of Michigan, they could strip a Heisman trophy from J.J. McCarthy at year's end. If they play for a national title and win, that could be stripped or should be stripped Mm -hmm. at this point. And so I really feel bad for the players because chances are they, they didn't know or were just out of the loop or most of them were out of the loop. Because when you practice for Mm -hmm. any opponent, you listen to your coach, Mm -hmm. right? The coach tells you what to plan for. The coach tells you what to practice. You have a scout team that studies other teams' game film to run that against your offense Mm -hmm. or your defense. And all that does is the scout team's probably just sitting sitting there in a room watching film. The coach is like, hey, this is the play you're gonna run. You're gonna run it just like this. It's like, we did it in high school, right? Mm -hmm. You have huddle film, 
you watch how a, a team a team plays, runs plays, and, and that's what you plan for, mm-hmm. right? That's why you have coaches sharing footage in high school because it, it allows you to plan for your opponent, mm-hmm. right? But that's universal. Everybody does that. In college football, you can't do that in-game unless you're watching the game on TV, but that's why they don't ever show the sidelines mm-hmm. fully. But when you know what's coming, it's easier to play against. To yeah, play, absolutely. To, 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 to draw up a, an audible or a certain play that can beat that thing. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel bad for the players because this it all stems in practice. They're like, wow, we're really prepared. We know exactly what they're going to do, what they're going to run. We have, like, our coaches are so great. They picked up on different signal calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, gosh, we play for the best coaches in America. Like, that's probably what they're thinking. Sure. Yeah. And then they see an article pop up of Michigan. Kind of in some choppy waters because they may or may not have had somebody on their staff recording at games. Started pretty loose, right? Mm-hmm. Because even I took it loosely. Yeah. I said on the show, I don't really believe it. Well, that quickly changed two <laughs> days later when another report came out. And now another report <laughs> another one, out. And yeah. another report's coming out. How do you think these players feel at Michigan right now? Do you think they, they, do you think they feel like their coaches failed them? Yeah, I don't know if they feel like their coaches failed them. And – now, I want to go back to a point you made a second ago. Even if the players did know, there's nothing they can do about it, right? Like, they're not going to convince their coaches to stop scouting in this way. Well, also, they may not know the rules if they yeah, did know. I'm guessing. They may have been told, hey, we can do this. Yeah, A, I'm guessing they don't know the rules. B, even if they know the rule and they know what's going on, it's not like you're going to have somebody go to Jim Harbaugh or to whoever and be like, hey, I don't want to do this. Like, what – what are you going to do there? It's not like he's going to stop, like, implementing the game plan. It's already done, right? And so they're in a – you're right. They're in an awkward position. Um, I just don't know I, – I don't know that they would penalize, like, a J.J. McCarthy specifically. I think it's team penalties, right? So you're looking at, okay, if they win the Big Ten, could they strip them of that or make them vacate it? If they win – a national title, could they strip them of that or vacate it? Whatever. Yeah, because Travis goes, I don't think they can strip a national or a college football playoff title. I, I think the NCAA can do whatever they want. Well, so like, the NCAA the day, doesn't run the college football playoff, so they technically couldn't strip the – the Big Ten might be able, would be able to strip a Big Ten title, but the college football playoff would have – it's its own entity, mm, so they fair, would have fair to – point. They would have to strip, and maybe that's more likely, right? Because since, kind of like we were talking about earlier, the NCAA is pretty toothless – Maybe it's more likely that they have a team or that they have a separate entity, whether it's like the Heisman Trust that stripped uh, Reggie Bush's Heisman Trophy or the College Football Playoff Committee strips a national title or something like that. I, I don't think the, if it's left in the NCAA's hands, I'm guessing it'll be like slaps on the wrist, maybe some uh, like voluntary suspensions the way they kind of did with Jim Harbaugh earlier this year where they like, kind of negotiate an agreement. But – I, I do think it's more likely to be team-focused stuff rather than player individual. Yeah, you know what, though? With the college football playoff, because they stole signs from teams that are in college football playoff contention or have been sure, there, yeah. I wonder that would be, if that yeah. separate committee that you're talking about would that the NCAA to, isn't a part of yeah. would choose to yeah. still be a part of this stripping process. Which they might. That might be and, – and it's my guess is it's more likely they would go back and vacate – you know how – Sometimes they'll vacate like a Final Four appearance. Mm-hmm. It's like you didn't actually win the national title, but, you know, like John Calipari technically never made the Final Four at UMass anymore because they stripped that from right. him. 
it, my guess is it's more likely something like that where, because obviously Michigan hasn't won a title in the college football playoff era, where they say, hey, we're vacating your appearances the last two college football playoffs or something like that. So you have to take down the banner or whatever it is at that point, and they stop putting you in the record books. It, it's largely academic, right, if you don't actually win a title mm-hmm. for them to strip something of you. But, you know, I, I do think it's more likely that an, that an outside entity makes a decision like that than the NCAA. I think the NCAA is – probably not going to drop the hammer on Michigan. They historically don't drop the hammer on like blue blood programs. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting to to kind of see all of this evolve to what it has become mm-hmm. because as I shoo a fly away, <laughs> I don't know how a fly got in here. <laughs> Shane, do you leave the door open? Uh no. Not this time. <laughs> it's just crazy to me that, you know, Jim Harbaugh is still today. Yeah. Like, oh, we, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I don't know this. I don't know that. Like, how, how much do you think people really believe at this point, especially after you came into the season on recruiting violations? Yeah, already having been suspended, already having these other allegations out in the air. It's like, yeah, I, I think Jim Harbaugh maybe just doesn't, like, run the cleanest program in the world. And it's, mm-hmm. it's sort of interesting because this is the longest he's been at any stop. So you wonder how, <clears throat> how much – like maybe he was doing this stuff before and it just never caught up with him before he left. Maybe. Uh, I also think it's just, you know, it, when he got there, he was under, I mean, just major fire yeah. for not being able to win the big game, not getting Michigan. Well, especially after 2020. Right. Not getting Michigan back to um, relevance like they wanted to be, um, or at least in the top, we'll call it top 10, because mm-hmm. Michigan never consistently was there until Jim Harbaugh has been doing it over mm-hmm. and over and over. Well, maybe it was maybe maybe it was that greedy thing that we were talking about. Yeah. Like, he wasn't getting there. He was feeling a ton of pressure, and he's like, I got to change something. Yeah. I got to give myself an advantage. Boom, he finds a way to get that advantage, because that's about the same time that Stallions started to, like, really go knee-deep into this. Yeah, if you want to – I mean, if you're, if you're taking the reports at face value – this started, I believe, in 2021. It's been going on in 2022 and then this year mm-hmm. as well. So it would theoretically have started right after he was on the hot seat for 2020. And what was everybody saying? Is Jim Harbaugh this? Is Jim Harbaugh that? Should he go back to the NFL? Should he get off of coaching You know, Michigan? Should Michigan fire him? Mm-hmm. Like those, those were real claims that were made in against 20, Jim Harbaugh yeah, in, in 2020. Yeah, in 2020, he was legitimately on the hot seat. Um, they had not finished uh, inside, so they had they 2019 they finished outside the the top ten. Uh, Twenty eighteen they were pretty good. Twenty seventeen they were pretty bad. Uh, didn't finish ranked in the final college football playoff poll. Uh, Twenty sixteen they were pretty good, but they they were pretty inconsistent and up and down before twenty twenty. He has that bad twenty twenty where they're two and four, and then all of a sudden it's college football playoff, college football mm-hmm. playoff. And Michigan is back. And on the way back to college football playoff, um, the timing and the results seem oddly suspicious. I mean, they hadn't they hadn't lost fewer than three games in a season um, under Jim Harbaugh until 2021. Mm-hmm. And Terrence on YouTube says uh, the players don't question the validity of the source, the information provided by coaches during game planning. It's exactly what I said at the beginning. For sure, yeah. It's exactly what I led off with. Was this is. This is a situation of I am going to listen because that is my job. My job is to listen to what the coaches are telling me, and now I have to use what I've learned Mm -hmm. in practice all week 
and for the game on Saturday. Yeah, you're just that's say, it. That's what a player does. Yeah, you're saying, hey, my coach is putting me in a position to succeed. If you are a that's player, you are a sponge. You and, soak up everything that they tell you, that they show you, that you see, and then you apply it on the field. And okay. I've, I've got direct knowledge of this because when I was coaching college basketball, um, there were teams that were dumb enough to send us video or that had the uploaded because this was not pre-huddle, but before huddle was like widely adopted, especially at some of the lower levels. They would send us video that had audio on it so we could hear them <laughs> calling out, making their calls. And so we would write it down, which we is would, rare. We would scout. It wasn't as rare as you think. Really? <laughs> I don't think people just knew. And a lot of people at that level, especially at the time, weren't putting that level of effort into scouting. Mm. And so every time we got video with audio on it, we would write down calls and we'd be like, okay, when they call this and, and when they call Kentucky 3, this is what the, the level of advantage it gave us because we knew exactly what they were running was enormous. Can you, on the other hand, thank Michigan right now for putting for where the Big Ten is at right now as a conference? Uh I mean, the Big Ten's better when Michigan is good. That's, yeah, that's but another team could be just as good. Yeah, like let's get Nebraska good. 